Oh, oh my God. Yo, you hear Unicron's attacking the USA? Oh man. That's what? crazy. Was my not enough? No. Christmas, happy you shaggy you. Happy Pachinamus. Ten bucks. Bug ass boys. Hey. You know what? Ten bucks. You know, yeah, you know, it's Christmas. Ten or bucks. You, or you know what? Oh, seven hundred be... bucks that you're never gonna see again. <laughs> Stupid. PS5 scam. <laughs> yeah, well, we saw a big black man in his underwear today, so and it wasn't Shaq. He had a nose ring. <laughs> Go ahead and talk about that. We did see that. Um, well, <laughs> he was in his underwear. Yeah, he just opened the door. <laughs> well, wait, 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 wait. Wait, where? So, for those of you who haven't gathered already, it's Christmas. And you know what that means? That means we do Christmas movies. And you know what that means? That we analyze them. Because that's what we do here on Al Pacino's prison scene. It's true. On Pacino Must. And you know what today's movie is? Yeah, you do, because you saw the title. They're pointing to me because they want me to tell what the what the oh, title is. Right, right, oh. right. Which is Fat Man. Coinci- coincidentally enough. Because Santa is a fat man. Unlike the wall here. I don't know why you're pointing at the wall. Can they see Arthur? Uh, I don't think so. Damn. Unfortunate. Yeah. Well, you know, we got, you know, we're going to, you know, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to go ahead and hop into the recap. Because right. why should we waste time... With details when it doesn't need to be done. You know what you're doing here. I'm not going to tell you. Follow us everywhere. School Night Studios. Follow us home. On Facebook. And also Instagram. And also subscribe to this podcast. Because why would you? You know, get that's our that's your Christmas gift to us. Is yeah. to follow us and rate us and review us. And share us, please. Share. Because I'm dying. Um... What's uh? It would have been funnier, but I can't remember a single share song. But you know what I was going for. Yeah. All right, Chris, hit him with the baby. Fat Man focuses on the life of Chris Kringle, played by Mel Brooks, who I could not find. I I honestly couldn't think. Time out. What? Who? (laughs) No, he got it right. Mel Gibson. (laughs) Yeah. He directed Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Men in Tights. Yeah. Mel Gibson, uh, who honestly, I don't think that there could have been a better role uh, for for this uh, portrayal of Chris Kringle, um, because he he's just he's just an he's just an average Joe or or you know an average an, Chris an, an average American uh, as as he is first portrayed to be because he's shooting his gun shooting shooting. Some cans and and then his Mrs. Claus, uh, who her name is Ruth, in this film, and she's by the way one of the best characters. Um, she uh, she's like, hey, come inside, stop shooting cans. You got you got you got toys to make, and he's like, Rrr. you got and, toys to make. You and got uh, toys to give. somewhere in 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 the America, there is a very rich boy named Billy Weenan. That's how it's spelled. I don't know if that's if how if that's how it's pronounced, but he's got a bunch of blue ribbons because he's a good boy who achieves a bunch of cool things, and he's a really cool guy. 
really cool kid. You know that because he writes letters to Santa. And, and also, he looks like Ben Shapiro. As yeah, a he does. He absolutely <laughs> does. He's just Ben Shapiro. I'm going to call him Little Shapiro. So anyway, Little Shapiro uh, goes to school. What if, and hypothetically, has, I wrote a letter and, to Santa? And... <laughs> And uh, he, he does a little uh, science project thing, and he's like, oh, I'm going to get another first place ribbon. And then this little girl gets a first place ribbon, and he gets the red runner-up ribbon. He's like, will not do. Calls up a hitman. Who brings us to our third well, and final uh, main key character? Mm-hmm. Um his name is... Agent 47. Yeah, he will, yeah. In the subtitles of the movie, if you watch it with subtitles, he is referred to as Skinny Man. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. So I'm going to call him Skinny Man. Skinny Man. Although he has a... He, his, his last name's Miller. That's all Skinny I know. Skinny Man. Um, but anyway, Skinny Man... Skinamax. We, we, we go over to him and see his life for a little bit. Yes. And we see that he has uh, this collection of things that are stamped with this little tiny plaque that says Maiden Santa's Workshop. He has a fixation over collecting these kinds of things from 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 other people, and uh, he also kills people because he's a hitman. And uh, the little the little Shapiro calls him up and he's like, "Hey, I got a, I got a job for you, little Shapiro." And he's like, "Okay." And uh, he he gotta go and take the little girl and scare the fucking shit out of her and say, "You gotta you gotta go to school and say that you cheated, so that I can get my blue ribbon." And and she's like okay, and then the and then and then uh, skinny man's like, hey, if you don't do that, I'm going to kill your parents and your dog. And she's like okay, and so little little Shapiro gets the blue ribbon, and he writes letters to Santa after taking care of her grand his grandmother because he loves her very dearly and he hates seemingly everybody else and so the the grandmother thing is like oh okay well well he's redeemable because he does love his own family and and so he what keep going yeah keep going okay and so he write letter to santa because he won't thing and so he sends it to santa and then and then we go uh back over to mel brooks i'm saying that on purpose now uh yeah okay. <laughs> yeah we we go over we go over okay. to Fat Man. He's kind of depressed, and uh, he's he, he's he's just, he's just kind of sad because you know they they're not making as much money on on. I'm, I still don't know exactly like what the whole deal is, but like they're not getting funded by the government. Like okay, okay. so just real quick, the whole premise of like the story is that kids are being worse nowadays uh, yeah, yeah. and so santa is not giving them as many presents and yeah. presents stimulate the economy because uh you know it gets okay. people to shop gotcha, and gotcha, that's gotcha. why the government wants him to give out more but he refuses on moral grounds and so that's why and because of that the workshop is suffering the yeah. whole business is, sh- is suffering and so the government says well we got a proposition for you if you let us use your workshop for two months every year to make uh, parts for a, a special jet for the U.S. military, then we will fund you guys more and you can still do your Christmas thing. And you will still, you know, be alive and your elves will still have work and possibly be alive as well. Um, because, well, I, I don't know exactly. It, it seems like if there was no Christmas and they just cease to exist is what it, is what it 
feels like. Because, like, Fat Man, Chris Kringle in this, he is portrayed as immortal, kind of. But it's like, if Christmas dies, he dies. But it's never overtly sa- said, which is, which well, is no, one of the not. things I like she, about She movie. says it's giving that keeps him young. Yeah. 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 His wife says that. Well, anyway. Oh, there are real elves, too. They're, 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 yeah, yeah, they found them in the Ukraine. Which I, <laughs> I, don't know so, I do want to talk about that. There's something very interesting yeah, about that. Okay. But, but keep going. So, with so, so oh, anyway, we, we, we got that going in the background. So, so uh, Chris Kringle uh, reluctantly allows the, allows the military to come set up shop in his workshop. And and start using the elves to make jets, and you know it's it's a mutual agreement. He's kind of reluctant to it, but you know the military's not actually you know corrupting him or anything. Well, I want to talk about corruption. Little little Shaprino, little little Shapiro, little Shaprino, uh, gets coal. It's my new chip under his tree for Christmas, and he's like, yeah, I don't like that. And he calls up Skinny Man, and he was like, hey, Skinny Man. And he was like, what? And he's like, kill Fat Man. And he's like, you mean Santa Claus? And he's like, yeah. And he was like, all right. Because he really wants to kill Santa Claus. <clears throat> and so he, sorry. And so he gears up, and and he, he tracks down, you know, how to get to Santa Claus. He goes to post offices, and he kills everybody at the post office, and he, he gets, you know... He drives around over all the way up in Canada, listening to various different different music uh, genres. Really interesting. And montage. very yes, yes, and I think there's something to be said there. Um, um, it turns out he's a lizard person, but no, he's not. He's a hamster person. And yes. the one lady's like his mom. She never. Knew he has to shut a the fuck hamster. Up. He has a pet hamster, who seems like that hamster is the only life that he values. Um, because he kills literally everybody else after he talks to them, except for a little Shapiro. Um, and so, because so little, Shapiro, little Shapiro gives him big, big monies. In fact, he big gives Shapiro. little Shapiro gives him monies from his dying grandmother's uh, bank account. He forges Stolen. the checks. Yes, yeah, so he is definitely a naughty boy. And so, <laughs> hear that Shapiro? He's, He's a nutty boy. He's a nutty boy. He's the nutty <laughs> professor. Yeah. So anyway, um, he's a nutty politician. So 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 what, while he, while he's job. driving and everything, there's a little bit of exposition given about Skinny Man. <coughs> he's uh, he has a grudge against a personal grudge against Santa Claus. He has uh, a toy that that is his own. It's a, it's a tiny police car that has the brand made in Santa's workshop. And and so he 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 tracks down Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle is now in a good mood because he's like, you know what? I, I kinda lost like side of why I'm doing this. Well so Ruth uh brings yeah. the uh, manila yeah, yeah. folders and it's pictures of little kids with a gift. And one of them, the easiest one to explain is it's a little girl with a fire truck. And then the next picture is her as a firefighter. Yeah. yeah and that, there's that a, really there's a couple me. of those. That really got me, too. That was and, then, and then he's there's like... There's a few of them that are like that. And he's like, yeah, you know... Then him and Ruth have a good time. Yeah, so Santa gets his gets his bucks. jingle back. And, and he's not super depressed anymore. <laughs> but now Skinny Man is 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 tracking him down. The Peter jingle. And he, and he uh, makes his way into into the military-guarded workshop, and he uh, fucking kills elves and, and, and soldiers and shit, and it's bad. I don't, and then, I don't think any elves die. Some of them. Do they? Them do, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they get shot. Yeah. The, main, the main elf, Seven, which they're, they're all named as numbers, um, 
and, and there's a reason for that. We'll get into that later. Um, Seven, which I think it's it's important that his name is Seven. Um, Jeebus. Calls uh, Santa while he's banging his wife and says, hey, we're fucking dying over here. And he's like... And then he's like, oh, yeah, well, we're fucking... Yeah, yeah, and he, he's got two fucking, like, big-ass revolvers, and he just steps out. And by the way, this is a fucking awesome scene, because for a solid five minutes, there's no dialogue. Well, and, that and, yeah. and uh, little skinny bitch... Uh, skinny man and fat man have a standoff. Well, skinny man has blown up Santa's workshop at this point. Yes. And is leaving. It's also, like, this massive compound. He's, he's running out, and that's when... Uh, Mel Brooks is like, Hey! Yeah. <laughs> He's the Lego Santa. Where <laughs> have you been? That's what uh, Skinny Man says to... Uh, no, he actually goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, Fat Man! Yeah. Well, so Skinny Man reveals here, he, he, talks, he talks to Fat Man, and he's like, This toy car, this is the only damn thing that you ever gave me. And I censored that for Christians. Um... <laughs> Because he says, "God damn." So, uh, and, <laughs> you, yes. And he chunks it at him, and it's 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 kind it's kind of revealed that uh, his parents died. Skinny man's parents died, and he was brought up in a very abusive foster home. Again, it's not overtly stated; it's just very implied that that's what happened to him. Yeah. Well, and, well, well uh, Mel Brooks does say he's like, "Son, I can, There's limits to what I can do." Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't bring your parents back, and then and then yeah, there's nothing there's nothing that really that Skinny Man says. Well, he goes he goes he goes. Well, and then continues. There is the a scene where he talks to a little boy who got a plane from from Chris mm-hmm. Kringle, and he shows him like this is what I got for Christmas yeah. one year, and it's like cigarette burns. It's uh it's basically the Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Breakfast Club Christmas special. And so anyway, they have a shootout. Matthew Broderick is Chris Kringle. And it, and it leads to uh, Chris Molly pinning Ringwald Skinny Man down. Skinny Man. Pinning Skinny Man down. <laughs> pushing his gun away. Just punching the shit out of him. Trying to knock some sense in, into him. But Skinny Man's got this little retractable blade. Little? That, it's that, it's massive. a fucking it's like huge, huge retractable blade that just comes up like yeah. out of his You know, of his You know the Dark Knight? When Joker has the things in his shoes, imagine that, but like a lot better. Yeah. And it's just fucking starts stabbing him in the back. And right, and he, it, he only stabs him twice, yeah. but he gets him right in the back. And he gets up and he shoots him right in the fucking eye. Skinny man shoots Fat Man in the eye, and he's he's dead. And he goes over to kill Mrs. Claus, mm. and Mrs. Claus blows his fucking head no, off. No, nope, nope. She, she he, him. no, he's like there, and she shoots him from the house. With the flintlock. Yeah. Yeah. And then he shoots her back. I know. I'm trying to hastily get through this. Oh. Um, but yeah, she, th- that oh, happens. Well, and then know. she blows his fucking head off. <laughs> it just... <laughs> that's the exact same way you said it the I first time. <laughs> I know. Because honestly, I was fucking surprised when she did that. It's awesome. Yeah, it I is. thought she was like, It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and so she goes over to, to, to see her dead husband. But oh, oh. he's not dead. He he's fucking immortal. We don't we don't at this point we don't know that he's not dead. We don't know that he's not yeah. dead until we see him again. I'm getting through this hastily. He's not dead. He heals because he's immortal. And so right, <laughs> just in time for the new year, <laughs> Will Shapiro gets paid a visit. 
by someone. His 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 grandma's on the phone with yeah. her bank, and I was like, "What? What's it? You what little shit? What little Who shit? Who stole my money? What do you mean I don't have, have the money?" Lil Shapiro's like, "Oh, Granny's getting a little crazy." Chopping up fentanyl, putting it in her milk, about to serve it to her, and then ho ho ho, motherfucker! Ho ho, hold on! Ho ho, hold on well, there! Well, Mrs. Claus and Santa Claus bust in, and, and Santa Claus. Hold on, it's interesting because his dad is never there, yeah. And his dad sends him a present, and it's That's just a teddy bear. Ball, really. It's just a teddy bear, and we, I, I feel as though it's set up to so it's for us, for us to think that it's his dad. Oh yeah, yeah. But then Ruth yeah. walks in, and then dude, Chris walks in, and he's got <sighs> I like wish this. I pulled up the speech that he has. It's, he, it's he, fucking chilling. He like has like this. He looks Russian basically, yeah. and he's kind of limping a little bit, and he's got this bloodied eye patch, like Carl from the Walking Dead. Like, well, bloodied well, eye patch. well, well. He walks in, and he yeah, he, yeah. He's got the eye patch, but he sits down, and he fucking he looks straight in Little Shapiro's face, stupid face. And he takes the milk, and he drinks the whole thing, and went... He goes, fentanyl. That'll hit, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, holy fucking shit. And so, uh, he has Mrs. Claus take off the bandages, and he looks him right in his gaping eye. And he and looks it's, into a little Shakira's like soul. split lighting right now, mm-hmm. while they're having this. And, uh, again, I wish I pulled up the, the, the whole thing, but essentially he tells him, he's like, I have been slacking at my job. But I'm going to be proactive now, starting with you. If I know, if I see that anything happens to your grandmother or anything or anybody around okay. you, all right, gets hurt. Yeah, yeah. Pull, so, pull it up because it's way it's it's fucking awesome. He, he's like, he's so like, you know, I just haven't quite been myself lately, have I, dear? He's like, mm, but the time has come to turn things around. It's not like that. He says, I decided to be proactive, and it starts with you. And she grabs him by his ear and drags him over, and, he, and this is when she, she's taking off his bandage as he's talking. He says, now look at me, child. I said, look at me. Look at me! A wicked soul bent on bloodshed was sent to collect my head. Like you, he thought he lived outside of morals and consequence. He is now buried with his lack of reverence. One more time, Billy Winnin. Once more, and you'll be getting more than coal in your stocking. If your grandmother meets an early grave, if Christine Crawford suffers so much as a cold, if anybody that crosses your path is made to feel less or lower because of you, I'm coming back. I'll come while you sleep and rip you from your covers. By my hand... You will know the consequence of your actions. So don't screw it up. The fat man's got his eye on you, kid. And then he reveals it to show that he's Nick Fury. (laughs) And and he he lists Lil Shapiro in the the next Avengers movie. The end. That's it. The end. That's how the fat man sings. Final scene with with the fat man. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. So yeah, I mean, you know, when I when I first um, saw this movie, I saw a trailer for it, and I thought it was fake. I watched this movie at two o'clock in the morning today. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was getting scammed at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was asleep. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? We were, yo, we were busting out victory royales in Fortnite. I was so, chomping so. on a three in a row, time. baby. Ow! Ow! Uh, but no, I I thought it was fake. Like I legitimately thought this movie was fake, and then I looked up. Uh, new Christmas movies because we were at I was at my parents' house and they wanted to watch it. I was like I don't want to watch an old one, yeah. and it was there, and I was like we have to you watch, watch it this. With family? Mm-hmm. We have it's to like, watch this, and it was amazing. You would expect yeah. it to be like goofy or bad. This I really like this. Honestly, yeah. it, it's up there with one of the best movies I've I've seen. And what's interesting is I wa- we watched Fred Claus before that too. Um, Sorry. Fred Claus. The no, one. I was saying sorry. Oh, yeah, it wasn't as good. Not nearly as good. It's a Vince Vaughn. It's Vaughn movie. Yeah, oh. but um, the the Santa Claus in that one is uh, seemingly acquired in a similar way to the Santa Claus movies, uh, which is kind of how it is in this one. Like, anyway, but uh, the Fred Claus clause says. Um, he has the same issue that this Santa Claus does, where it's like, he's only giving out gifts to the good children. He's being very strict on what's nice and what's naughty. And then by the end of the film, he kind of comes around to that. Which, it's not quite the same here, but it is an issue with there being too many naughty kids. Which I think is very interesting. Yeah. Well, it, there, dude, there's like so much that you could say about this movie. There really is. And I, I, I have a lot that's written yeah. down. Because it's like, that opens up the question. It's like, all right, it's like, so clearly there are more naughty kids, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. the premise. Is that because, is that due to just straight numbers of kids? Yeah. Is that due to, um, like, Santa's moral ethics staying the same while society progresses in a different path? Is that is it really more naughty kids, or is it just shitty parents? Like, there, there's so many, like doors that that opens up as far as like just questions as to what the root root of that is i think i think the last two the latter two specifically for this film i think are accurate Mm -hmm. um naughty kids because of naughty parents you know is is probably uh because he says when he comes back from the night before uh when he comes back from giving all the presents he's been shot Mm. with like uh, a bird rifle. So, uh, he, he says that a bunch of kids like shot at the reindeer and it, and it grazed them. It, no, well, no, well, it, it, it went yeah. like it. He got shot, and the uh, sleigh got shot too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think for this film at least, I do think it's the latter. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it, it opens up so many like questions, and and I think that's what's what this movie does really well is establishing a universe and giving you enough that you can sort of quasi make sense of it but then there are so many questions i'll say it it's john wick level of world building yeah i've not seen john wick <clears throat> oh I, yeah you're I missing out man they're, they're um, pretty but good. also again the acquisition of being santa claus because ruth says we took this job mm-hmm. i don't forget what she said i don't forget what she's after but she says we took this job which means he wasn't Santa that originally. That doesn't necessarily mean that. It could just mean that they chose to be the Santa figure, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Which, well, that's what I'm saying. Right, but I'm not saying that there was one beforehand. Oh, okay, okay. Like, they, okay. they were like, hey, we're going to do this. 
Um, Minimally 1920. That's the earliest reference we get. There's a newer Christmas movie that uh, Claire and I watched recently that's kind of like that as far as like how Santa Claus is portrayed here. Uh, it's it's an animated ex- Netflix movie. Cl- uh, Klaus? Claus? Klaus? Klaus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good. That um, one's good too, yeah. Also, J.K. Simmons as, as Santa Claus. But I like how in both films... <laughs> They never overtly state that he is Santa. No. Yeah. Yeah. It, the... Well, and that's something that is really interesting that I've been thinking about recently is like how, what differentiates myth from legend. And I think myth is, myth and legend are the same kind of thing where they're the, they're this dramatization of things that have happened in the past, right? And again, it's a vague explanation, but myth, the reason they differ is because legend is somewhat grounded in uh, in history. And I think that's why legend stays around longer than myth. And I'm not, I'm not saying this to, to, to denigrate any like spiritual beliefs, but I think, you know, the reason why the Greek pantheon is not accepted as like, you know, most people don't believe in the Greek pantheon, but a lot of people can believe in Jesus Christ because yeah. there's a historical element of that or the rest of the Judeo-Christian uh, Judeo- <clears throat> belief system, Muslim belief system, all of that. It's like, it's, it, because it's grounded in history, it becomes legend, and I think legend is more powerful than myth, which is what I think is interesting, and this is getting into... I just looked up the, the history of, of Santa because like, I know it like vaguely, but... Um, I think there are some interesting beats in here. Um, the legend of Santa could be traced back hundreds of years to a monk named St. Nicholas, right? Everybody kind of knows that. Uh, it's believed that Nicholas was born sometime around 280 AD uh, in, like, modern-day Turkey. And uh, he gave away all his inherited wealth and traveled countryside helping the poor and the sick. His feast day is celebrated on the anniversary of his death, December 6th. By the Renaissance, St. Nicholas was the most popular saint in Europe, even the Protestant Reformation, when the veneration of saints began to be discouraged, St. Nicholas maintained a positive reputation, especially in Holland. Uh, in 1809, Washington Irving helped to popularize the Sinter the Klaus stories when he referred to St. Nicholas as the patron saint of New York in okay. his book, The History of New York. Um, stores began to aver- advertise Christmas shopping in 1820s, and by the 1840s, newspapers were creating separate sections for holiday advertisements which often featured images of the newly popular Santa Claus. In the early 1890s, the Salvation Army needed money to pay for the free Christmas meals they provided to needy families. They began dressing up as unemployed... They began dressing up unemployed men in Santa Claus suits and sending them into the streets in New York to solicit donations. And then from there, you get to the, like, you know, the highly... The Coca-Cola advertisements. Coca-Cola. Yeah, well, Coca-Cola is what popularized the look of Santa's, like, in the red suit and stuff. But anyways, I I just thought that was kind of interesting because I didn't didn't know all of that. Um, But I I think that is going to the point that I'm making is that, like, it's this... It's like this act of emulation almost where um, uh, you have this historical saint who may or may not have been real like but odds are he was probably real at least he was based in something uh or a person that was real um or maybe not maybe it was a a complete fabric of human imagination meant to create a person uh that uh, should be emulated right and i and i think uh, but what makes it so powerful is because it's based in that history and everybody knows oh saint nicholas the historical person he 
was this really good guy, gave away everything he had, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He helped people. It's like I think that's what makes the 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 legend of Santa stay so fervently alive. Not it's not just the consumerism of it. It's not just the which is what is devolved into. Is this it has consumerism, and that's part of what this film is. About. Yeah, it, it, well, it certainly has. But I think that's one of the reasons why yeah. that that has stayed around longer than other Christmas traditions, mm-hmm. perhaps. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I may bring up uh, Klaus uh, again in a little bit because I think there's a lot of good um, uh, comparisons to that movie. But what you've seen it, right? Yes. Okay. I not, well, I don't um, remember it, but I've seen it. So, so going back to uh, Krampus for a second, which uh, up until seeing this movie was my favorite Christmas movie. Um, uh, but as so, I feel like we we kind of definitely uh, with these two films delved into you know heaven and hell. Um, <clears throat> with Krampus, you you see like uh, specifically the consequences to to losing faith. Um, and with this film, I feel like that uh, this is just portraying humanity through God's perspective. So through God's perspective? Yes, through the perspective of God. Continue. Uh, fat man's God in this analogy. And uh, right. he has briefly given up on humanity because it's they've turned away from what he has given them. It's not just a mm. present. It's... it. Well, okay, so in Klaus, like, it starts out with um, this very bleak uh, village where um it's it's just ran it's essentially a hatfield mccoy situation where like one that there's a wall splitting the village in half and they're both just it's fighting Berlin. each other yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well the, the, the families are just fighting each other and so the children grow up not knowing either side but they're children so they don't really know hate unless they are taught it and so when the santa claus thing starts going around and they start getting toys they don't focus on what they are being given. They focus on how it's bringing them together. But you get centuries and centuries of that, and then you get used to it. It's just more, I want, I want, I want, and then you have Fat Man. Mm-hmm. And then you have a god who is is more disappointed in what he is governing. Hmm. Well, I think, um, I think, too, in just, like, in the most, like, uneducated... Um, uh, estimation i think it's interesting that there is almost a difference um between new testament god and old testament god in terms of like new testament god's like ah i love you buddy and an old testament god's like i'm gonna kill you <laughs> right and that's kind yeah. of it's interesting enough that's kind of where um that's that's kind of where um fat man yeah. ends up is that it's almost an inversion of that mm-hmm. yeah. which i think is just interesting i don't know what it means to the um we're, to we're, else. we're going back into the dark ages. Well, man. well, yeah, well yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I think we're, I th- we're honestly, going to it, uh, it, it could be, it could be the idea of of how there's like a circular nature almost, and I think a lot of um, cultures, Cyclical. yeah, a lot of cultures um, well, um, have that idea. Um, you know, it's the the Ouroboros, the uh, snake eating its own tail. It's the that's it's, a good one. It's uh, it's that the fact that everything is repeated and there are cycles. Let's say so. Maybe, maybe it was good during a certain time to be a, a figure that, um, a figure that gives and presents, and then maybe 
that uh, that in essence creates times where you need a figure of discipline. I, I think um, I think you're I think you're really onto something here. Um, it's almost it's almost a necessary evil. There needs to be this this failure in order for a resurgence. It's almost he's almost it's all life is like a saying. Yeah. And really, like, I, I know I just compared Fat Man to God, and although he is portrayed as immortal, he is a man, mm-hmm. and he does he does get that discipline. Because this all kind of happens because of his negligence. Well, it, and then well, he gets skinny man. Yes, well, that, that's what I'm saying, is, like, yeah. it's, it's possible that, that through this failure... So, when I say he's a Saiyan, what I mean by that is, when Saiyans die, they die, and they come back stronger than they were before. So, like if, we, if we have... You know this right here. This is this is our base state. Hey, everything's going good, but then it dips, right? And we hit this bottom, this bottom opposite of a peak, whatever that is. Trough. Yeah, we hit this trough, <laughs> um, and that that is a re-inspiration that then propels everything and skyrockets it forward. Theoretically. Theoretically, yes. It could also bring you further. True. Yeah. But but even if it does bring you further, there will be a time when when you make it back. If you believe that that can happen. So yeah. so what I'm kind of getting at is that it's it's about the belief that things can be better. Well, and and belief isn't I, and this isn't at you, but I'm more I'm more tired of hearing people saying that they believe things. Like it's Belief is not a word, it's an action. Because if you truly believed something, that would fundamentally change how you act. If you truly believed in God, there, there, there's almost like no limit as to morally what you would be. Because for you to believe in something, that has to translate into action. Yeah. Right. Well, sure, but and, but you... But, but I, all I'm saying is like you, uh, you can be like, oh yeah, you know, I, I believe in like, in this, in this, blah, blah. No, you don't know what you believe. You know how you act, and that informs how you believe, or at least it should. And I, I'm so tired of like, I don't. Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> back to uh, the meaning of the film. Are, are you tired? Um, what? Okay. Yes, well, what word? What that. word would you suggest then? What? The idea that there's a possibility of a of a better future. Is that is that a better way to phrase that for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, there, there's the uh, the ideal future, I guess. Yeah. There, there's the there's the possibility if you act with if you right have courage. the thought that in in the future things could be better. Um, then I think, well, it, it's it's when you hit the peak, is when that belief is reignited. Hmm. So I would say belief, because you don't believe it here, mm-hmm. you don't believe it on that decline. Well, but once I'm, you hit the bottom, well, is when you believe again. Well, I don't think there is a bottom, but I think there could be this trough, and you have a decision. Well, but that's what I'm saying. You, yeah. you hit the, you hit the. And maybe it does reignite your right. belief, or maybe you fall further into nihilism, you know. And then, if you if you do if you are reinvigorated by that belief, it's not the belief that gets you back up here. It's that belief inspiring you to act yeah. that pushes you back. Well, up. sure, but it, but again, my my point is like. What I'm saying is that the film is presenting this idea that 
how do I say this without saying repeating myself? It's presenting. It's it's positing that even if you feel like there isn't, there is. If you have the will to make that uh, parabolic shift upwards. Sure, and that's like just an optimistic and religious belief is that there is always something. There there is something because there is a because there is something that is ultimately moral there is something for you to ultimately strive towards yeah. right and we and we lose sight of that for sure easily because the what, world what because the world fat. is fucking just hellbent on beating you down well and, and let's say we don't even know how many years we don't we don't really know how many years he's been like this yeah um, you said the earliest mention that they reference is like 1920. 1920. So that's like at least 100 years. Uh, that he's been doing the job. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know how long things have been bad. Yeah. Uh, they don't mention I, that. Since the 60s is <laughs> yeah. what I would well, imagine. So, but right after we went to space, everything went downhill from there. So After space? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, so, yeah. Uh, so I, we, don't, we don't know how long things have been bad. So, yeah. it's possible that he's just been in this declination since, you know, for however long. Yeah, and and that brings me to another thing that I wanted to talk about. It's like, what does Santa represent? Because going off of what I was saying earlier is how Santa is this, well, St. Nicholas is this historical figure that was made into legend and then is now celebrated as this, you know, mythic beyond comprehension in terms of, power and love and generosity and stuff like that so it's like what does that idea represent and i think we uh, I'll, I'll let you answer and chris if you want to try to answer as well but i think the best way to delve into that is to see his actions yeah well and that's that's where i would kind of say potentially and i know this is this may be a cop-out for some of you but i think I think a great, and you know, we also may be delving into the Christian religion, but I think sacrifice, mm -hmm. I think that's a good base to start out with. Okay. Um, specifically, the idea that he does get shot and is like, I mean, yeah, this happened, but, you know, I, I have a duty to, to provide for the good, good boys and girls. You said duty. I yeah. <laughs> uh, So, yeah. Um, okay, Chris, what does Santa represent? I'm curious what you think. Big, Big monkey, <laughs> shonky man. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 um, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. I was writing my rap, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> he, he, uh, he represents... These nuts. <laughs> I can't think of anything that's gonna make me... Like sounds stupid, so he he repre re represents good. I mean that's yeah yeah. I mean and it's simplest. Yeah. Like you're not wrong. Putting it in the in oh, are the, you are you right? Putting it in the vernacular. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he's oh, not okay, wrong because okay, it's yeah. so vague. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say he's wrong if he represents bad. Well. Well. <laughs> but but well, there is no true. Uh, universalism in, well, in terms of I, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll, maybe. I'll give you. I'll give you a multiple Ooh, choice. Hold of, on. Of what he. Ooh. I don't. I don't think there's universalism cross culture. No, 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 no. But okay, hold hold on, because I'm gonna forget what I'm trying to say here. Santa is the one that knows who is good and who is bad, though. Uh huh. Which potentially suggests that there is a objective 
good and evil. Yes. And that Santa knows it, which means that Santa could be at least a um, worker of God. <laughs> I don't he's, know. Could... He's, the, uh, he's the divine arbiter. Yeah, uh, there you go. He's the angel who he reads the the, uh, from the Book of Life. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> now, Chris, back to multiple choice. Speaking of oh, multiple yeah. choice. I'll give you a multiple choice. This one's right. This one is also right, but not as right as this one. Yeah, Fuck you. That's that one's wrong. That was what what I was a say. bullshit fucking test. I cannot. We're talking Wait, about did you, something. Did Chris tell you about that? Uh, I've heard bits and pieces. The, the theoretical film thing, I got both answers right. What was the answer? I don't fucking know. It, I, I guarantee you it was the this well, is more okay. right than the other one. Actually, I, yeah. I, I can't remember, but as I was reading it, um, I was like, this is a fucking like a puzzle test. That's yeah. a, is essentially what that was. I, because it did make sense to me why that was the answer. But it was so fucking just zigzaggy and shit. Yeah. Because all three of those, all four of them could easily have been right. I wanted to email him and be like, there was a typo on one of these answers. I can't take this. But test. to not say that that statement was true would be false. That's the thing that was yeah. so like stupid. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. but it, it was like, but you, have multiple, right. you make multiple I, choices. Two of the choices are correct, but you can only select one. <laughs> I was like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I mean, that's right, you know. But I'm like, well, well, that statement is correct. It's like, so what is I this, a lie of omission? Like, I can't. So I'm going to click that. God. I did. You need, like, a charisma 99. Dude, I need, like, to... I have such a headache just from that. Well, like... and see, I chose, I chose the, uh, we're going to get back to it, guys. Yeah. Just <laughs> I chose, you know, he's getting cold. Um, oh, yeah, fuck you. Well. You know. I hope, I hope you know. I don't want to say that. Because he might eventually one day listen to the podcast. No, he won't. You're probably right. Um, but, like, I chose the lyric thing because that didn't, that was not my go-to. But yeah. the next question was, like, stick with lyrical. Yeah. So I was like, the whole test has been kind of funky so far. Yeah. So maybe that is right. Yeah. Because I, I had, um, I felt like you may have went with the percussive one. No, I went with the romantic, uh, to accentuate the romantic feelings on that. Because it's like the, the scene didn't have the, uh, the text wasn't romantic, but he said that there was supposed to be subtext that was romantic. And I was like, oh, so the music must be the subtext that's provided. And then it, it was like, no, because it's the answer that said this answer you picked was the right one. I was like, then I I don't know. Yeah, I made a 68 on it. Anyway, back to Fat Man. Okay. So he, dude, he's going to turn me into Skinny Man. Yeah. Okay, so... Yes. What, what, okay, so I have like this whole like thing on my notepad, right? It says, what does Santa represent? I said, okay, so we have to look at his actions specifically because that, I think that's how you judge somebody's beliefs best right, is Batman. how... It's not who you are underneath. It's, it's what, what you, you do, do to find you. That defines you. Bruce? Okay. Um, I said... God, now I want to watch this. I know. Santa goes... I got goosebumps. Santa goes into each individual house, which is highly impractical, but show. But I think that shows something about his character. He and Sacrifice. we see this in the Santa Claus movie too. It's like he get, goes into one house, they pull up, and it's like whew, whew, right over to the next house, and it's like very impractical. It shows that this is a, indeed a labor 
to do so. Herculean, one um, would say. Or Santaclean. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is shown in the movie a few times, but he intimately knows every single person on the planet. And he shows With, care towards their betterment. Without fail. Without yeah. a beat. Without a thought. Yeah. He's like... Because there's like this guy at the bar. In, in Fat Man, there's this guy at the bar. And it's clear that he's going to uh, be hooking up with this bartender like as soon as her shift is over. And he comes over. And this is when he's still kind of like in the depressed stage. He goes over and he's like, hey, man. You know, your says wife... Says his and, name. Yeah, says your name. It's like Michael or something. Yeah, and he's like, hey, man. Uh, you know... I, your wife, you know, and your kids, you know, they, they love you a lot, you know. You could, he said you could probably make it home if you if yeah, you left, if you left right now. now, yeah. And you it, know, and it was like very specific details that he knew, and it's like it's one of those things. It's like that that it's clearly a divine interaction, right? Um, to, well, to keep with that the military marriage. guys, like yeah, yeah, and he kind of uses that as a mind game, but yeah, but I, I I think those two key things here actually show um, Santa's character, and I said, well, maybe Santa. And his spirit is that which acquaints themselves with the whole of humanity and finds an appreciation for it in all its horror, all its delight, and all its complexity that can only be manifested through the action of giving. So, Sacrifice. Yes, it's, it's essentially like Santa is the ultimate figure that sees humanity in all of its ugly and terrific aspects and says and says, wow, this is something so special that the only way I can possibly show appreciation for what I see here is to give everything of myself. And I, I think that's the definition of love, too. It's the best of me giving to the best of you. Even the worst. Yeah. Well, but I, I think it's more so the act of love is, is the best. It's the best of you giving the to the best of the other person that that's the that's the definition of of love and action i think i i understand what you're trying yeah, to say yeah but I, I don't think that fits into what we have to wrap up do you want to pause it i can go pee yeah go pee we'll talk. okay okay can you pause the camera Chris? no no no, no. you go pee we'll, we'll no keep you guys talking. keep talking we'll keep talking and i'll come back and i'll wrap up here, Claire, do you want to take a spot? Yeah, Claire, come here, Claire. Come here. Claire, okay, come here, come here, okay. come here, hurry, hurry, hurry. Claire, 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 Again. It's pretty bad. And then we have it's another person. Bad. I told y'all I was taking a shot with <laughs> I hope that picked up. Well, speaking of my parents, my dad announced his wedding date today. Dude, oh. dude, she's Ben Shapiro. What? How? Because yeah. your dad is dating a woman. <laughs> and that's how yeah. and that's yes. how it is. It would make more parents, sense if you were here. My parents are the only people in existence to to divorce and then Well, no, how, how old is your dad's fiance, I guess now? I'm assuming the same age as him. They're like okay. 52 or something. Gross. <laughs> well, because in in Fat Man, uh Ben Shapiro's like yeah, he's off with this little hoe. Little young hoe or whatever. Little Shapiro is the kid in there. Yeah. That's what we oh, nicknamed him. Yeah. It gets cold. Um do you want to make an appearance as well, Ash? Oh, oh shit! Really? I look bad. Yeah, you do. I oh. forgot that I. 
exactly. I wrote a whole block, but then I kind of spoiled check out, it Hey, go check out my TV stand in my room. Okay. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and read it. Let well, me, let me wake me up when you're done. Okay. Ow! Got him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to see. I want to wait for Chris to get back. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, not, off, not, off, not of, of, off of what we've been talking about, Claire, what do you think? I've been reading my notebook. I don't. I haven't been, <laughs> been paying attention. You got class, Claire? What? Are you I have things. Your, your TV's mounted. It's. <laughs> what? Are you for real? Okay, I'm gonna say. Avery's like, please, I like you didn't see it. I was like, oh, I'll try, but I'm too, I'm too likely to laugh. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got it on audio. We, we have yeah, this thing. We have. Well, we have this. Cotton, cotton we we we've done that now yeah. a couple times. We've like over text. Okay, yeah. like Claire. <laughs> Asterisk like Claire. <laughs> and it's like, no, yep, we got it. We got it. Oh, while we're while we're waiting on Chris to come back, I just walking in. So, uh, Fat Man so fucking chaotic has. No. Um. Fat Man is accurate in its elf lore, by the way. Okay. And I tell you why, because an elf, which came out before Fat Man by fourteen years, um. He describes, uh, Will Ferrell describes right before he burps, um, that he describes their diet, which consists of like candies, like candy corn, candy cane. Oh, yeah, I know. Something, yeah. sugar, and, and syrup. And it's like, it, it keeps us young, it keeps us going. And in this film, the uh, major, or whatever, a general major, um, major is, like, is like, you know, you know, if we, well, you know, if we uh, fed you right, You'd probably sprout up, Mary. Mary. Um, because they're eating a bunch of um, like sugary foods, and the and seven says, he's like, well, this is uh, this is our diet. This is what keeps us going. This is what keeps us young. And he also he elf uh, uh, buddy also says, oh yeah, I, I slept in. I took a forty minute nap. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in this movie, Bells take a twenty minute nap every eight hours. Thank you, Chris, for stealing my. <laughs> I haven't said anything in a while. I don't give a fuck, goddammit. You stole what I was saying. You didn't even notice that, and I did, and you stole it from me. I'm gonna cut it out. And the in, elves uh, take. <laughs> and in this, Seven says that the elves take 20 minute naps every, every eight, eight hours. Every eight hours. And in this, Seven says that the elves take a 20 minute nap every eight hours to keep them recharged. So the elf lore is accurate in this. Yes, it is. It is. Okay, so last thing... Number seven says that... Jed! Okay, so last seven thing... Seven says... Oh my god. Merry Christmas! <laughs> what is this? Yeah, bitch. Okay. Wait, about wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Claire, can you just take him down, please? I don't know why I did Just that. put him down. God. Come on, buddy. Look at the flowers. Um, okay. So I, I, I said this earlier, but I do want to leave us with this because I actually wrote it down as like a, a block on here and I missed a, a couple points, right? So I said, 
so maybe the reason that the Christian tradition has cemented itself for so long is due to his, due to its historical claims being overtly intertwined with its philosophical claims, which I think is something that removes it from the same category as as myth entirely. Uh, it's the objective and moral standings being tied together that outlives its own time and its transcendent. Uh, it's like, okay. I think the reason that emulation is so strong between these like legendary figures, the reason that you would that you try to act them out, uh, is it's because it's a, it's 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 the aim that you're on. Because well, think of uh, archery when you, uh, you when you're marking your target. Odysseus. If you if you miss, that's that's sin. It's listen. It, it's it's sin? when you're missing. Listen. It's when you're missing your target, it's referred to as sin and archery. It's because your your aim is not proper. That's what sin is. And that's sinful. And and that's why your aim is on Christ, not God. Because you can't act out God, but you can act out this historical, uh, this this legend, essentially. You can give gifts, but Hence, you can't. And that's the mythic figure that acted legend. out historically. That's, that's the template for how you live, is you pick up your cross and you carry it. And I think that is also idealized in the legendary figure of Santa Claus. This is what I was going to say. And then he's like, I want more crosses. I'm not going to do anything with them. Kill man. Because the crosses are presents. I do think it's interesting. Speaking of little Shapiro, it's interesting (laughs) that like he has to win. That's daddy issue right there. Hey, listen. Yeah, we didn't even get in that. Don't, 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 don't be like that. You know? What time we got? That's another uh, fifty-five. Okay. That's another thing that proves the latter. At the beginning, you were saying like, "Well, what is Santa? Like, why? You know, or whatever. You know." That's Can't another one. We we, we are we are. It's it's little Shapiro and um, Christine Crawford, the girl he he tortures or whatever. She has loving parents and is a good child. Uh, ben Shapiro's parents are absent, and he's a little bitch. Yeah. So I think there's another reinforcement there. Yeah, well, again, it's it's because I, I don't I don't tend to put the onus on uh, children. Who is onus? Um, specifically um, on younger children for acting out. Because one, that's part of their nature is to explore boundaries, right. I, I think. But also, I think that does rely very heavily on the parents. Um, now, assuming that this kid has been socialized by the age of four, because there are numerous studies that's that clarifies, like, if you are not properly socialized um, by the age of four, you're pretty much doomed, uh, which is kind of terrifying. But I cried every time I ate animal crackers when I was four. <laughs> and look as you know, married. And look, look at us, Kyle. <laughs> the funniest thing about oh, that is that that is not a joke. That's so funny. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Shaggy, you said I hope I hope you are having a great Christmas. Oh, I'm so stuffed. I just ate all my Christmas presents. <laughs> that's, what I thought, that's what I was going to say. Oh, man. My hands are so tired from unwrapping gifts. Oh, oh. man. Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh. Zax. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ready or not, Scale, I'd say yes. four out of five. 
I would too. Honestly, Four, there was a Four point five out of There was a massive explosion. There were like yeah. multiple bombs. <laughs> Just, I hate the scale so much. Because like it's never consistent. And this has been the biggest gripe of the entire year for me. And of all the shit that's happened to us this year, <laughs> this is what pisses me off the most. Yeah? 100%. I hey, have no... Nothing has made me more angry. Maybe you should give Cole about it. I should. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Okay. Um, follow... God. School Night Studios. Hey, follow Jake underscore Ferrari. Uh, follow Nighthawk. On Instagram? Uh, oh, there's on, another YouTube on, channel. On YouTube now. Uh, uh, Nighthawk99? Yeah. Or is it just Nighthawk? Yeah. Uh, Night.hawk. Nighthawk Night on D YouTube. Night DDoS Google Hawk. Super Oreo Modesty, starring this guy. Finally fucking came out. I finally fucking came? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Beep! That's good to... Hey, what's up, man? And Night.hawk99. Uh, yep. On Instagram. Oh. Yeah. Oh, sweet. We got the remote, boys. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, oh, I, I should have told you I, I need the batteries. Rap. I'm about to... Hey. Uh, hey, we uh, have a happy Pachinimus, everybody. Um, here we go. Rap time, baby. About to drop some fire here. All right. Why is that always? All right, all right. Get the beat going. All right. Why do I have to start it? I don't know, man. Go you do it. the beat. He does like the. He does the shit. stupid. Yeah. 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 You're my. What's Jesus' favorite fruit? I think it's figs. They're talking about troughs because we eat like pigs. I got an apple and I also got an asshole. I'm going to take a shit on the floor of Jake's bathroom. Yeah! Greens, potatoes, tomatoes, planes, trains, and automobiles. We got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, planes, trains, and automobiles. We got Santa, shifts. Taking a Cole, shit, taking uh, a, a shit, Piro, taking a shit, taking a shit, taking a shit, taking a shit. Stick around for the new year. Shit. Stick around for the new year to hear hear a little Tail Ice new album coming out. Our balls are January finally gonna 5th. drop, and I'm not doing it. Ow! I'm talking about the specifically. Stout and sauerkraut. Stout and sauerkraut. Whoa! 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 That's our entrance.